0: Welcome to another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart, coming to you live from Talking Alternative right here in New York City, and I want to thank you all for tuning in today. I'm really excited. We've got a great show coming up, Uh, but first, I want to give a big thank you to my guests from last week. Uh, I had on Tiffany Lacey of Animal Haven Shelter right here in New York City, and Jamie Gandy-Nolan, who called in from beautiful and sunny Miami. And uh Jamie shared with us uh, her story of how a service dog came into their lives to help with her daughter Caroline, and Tiffany spoke uh, extensively on. Uh, how to adopt a pet, and we also spoke about therapy dogs. And if you missed it, you can go to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart webpage right here on Talking Alternative for that show. It was really great. If you're a dog lover, pet lover, it was it's a must-listen. And we talked a lot about the Delta Society, Assistance Dogs of the West, and Animal Haven Shelter. And all of those websites can be found on the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Facebook fan page on Facebook. So if you want to go there, you can learn more about um, all of the things that we talked about last week. So it was a great show. Uh, So today I'm very excited. Uh, I have on Amber Chris and Amber is a coach, speaker, change maker and dog lover. How perfect. Uh, Her company Body Heart is devoted to liberating women from their body punishment prison The Body Heart programs like Body Heart Boot Camp, which we will go to in detail a little bit later, have helped hundreds of women deepen in accepting and loving their bodies, and the Body Heart campaign is a movement for women and men, of course, and men, demonstrating their enoughness. So, Amber, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Karen. I'm really honored to be
0: here. And, and I have to tell you, you know, we're going to go into detail about everything that Body Heart does, all its different programs and the campaign and everything. Um, but I guess my first question for you is, what led you to uh, creating this program for women and men? What, uh, I guess, what is your background and how did you come to this in the, at this point in your life?
1: Um, yes, I would love to answer that question and Actually, really quickly before I do I just wanted to thank you for sharing about last week's show Because I am a huge dog lover And I missed it And I can't wait to go back and listen
0: to it Oh, good Yeah, it was great yeah. It was so much fun And it's when you sent over your, uh, your bio And I saw dog lover I was like, oh I should have had you call in last week, but it was a really fun. It was really, really fun. It was all awesome. about uh, yeah, pets. It was great. I, I,
1: um, I have a, I've adopted a dog and really believe in that. So, yay, I'm really excited to, to kind of be following that.
0: Oh, good, um, good.
1: So back to your question. So so for me, you know, Body Heart is really based on my own experience. I uh, I grew up as a dancer and an actress, and... You know, I I don't know where along the way I kind of became obsessed with perfection. I mean, and that was everything from, uh, you know, getting straight A's in school. It was like uh, achievement equals value. Uh, And, you know, somewhere along the way, it morphed into this really nasty relationship with my body. I think growing up as a dancer and being in front of a mirror and constantly being in comparison and competing for roles and things like that, I think that greatly affected my psyche, um, and as you know as I, as I grew up or you know, what I believe is if we have an issue, they tend to escalate uh, as we get older so we can you know, become aware of them and deal with them and heal them and then move forward. They get worse and worse and worse until we're ready to finally wake up and go, okay, I'm going to deal with this now. Uh, and, and that's kind of what happened to me. I, I pursued the path of acting, which of course, is putting myself right in the heart of a world that's Based on what you look like And values your worth and Absolutely is, Yeah, you know And um, when I, I moved to Los Angeles When I was 28 And that's when things really escalated You know, I, I lived in New York before that And I, I worked on Broadway And I, you know, it was kind of living the dream What people thought was the dream Sure And, and so from the outside it was like Wow, congratulations, you're living your dream but, but on the inside, every day It was a constant struggle How can I be thinner? How can I be thinner? Mm. Gosh, I'd work more if I were thinner. Uh, And then, of course, moving to L.A. really kicked it in gear, because It's all about film and TV, and it's even more, you know, about what you look like here. Sure,
0: sure. It seems like, you know, if you're a size four, you're too big.
1: Exactly. Which is insane. Exactly. And that that is the way it is. I mean, I can't tell you how many agents and managers I would sit with, and they would say, your upper body's fine. Can you do anything about your hips and your thighs? Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, right? Crazy. Or
1: even oh, you're 26, you're kind of past the prime here in LA. I mean, it's really crazy, the, that, that world. Uh, and so for me, I just really kept buying into this idea that if I were thinner, I would be happy. Mm-hmm. And I finally, you know, I, I tried every bazillion diet and, you know, all the diets and exercise programs out there, and I, I discovered the master cleanser and I did this cleanse. And I lost like 15 pounds in 10 days.
0: What? What's the master cleanser?
1: It's this uh, crazy cleanse where all you drink is um, water with pure maple syrup, lemon
0: juice, and cayenne pepper. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right? right? Yeah, that's insane.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I did. And uh, I ended up getting down to like 113
0: pounds. Yikes.
1: And I, I mean, people in my life thought I was sick. Sure. Like in my, in my warped brain, I still thought it wasn't enough. Like, I'd look in the mirror, and I'd still see things that I wanted to change. Oh, my hips are too big. Now my breasts are too small. Is there any way that I can? And I don't, one day, I just woke up and said, I can't. Like, how small do I have to be mm-hmm. in order for my body to be enough? Uh, I just didn't want to live that way anymore. I didn't want to live in an internal battlefield, which is what was going on. Every day, I was at war inside of myself. hmm Uh, So I set out to see if it was possible to love the body I was given. You know, my body wanted to be 130 pounds. Would I be okay letting it be
0: 130 pounds? Which is Uh, not big, by the way. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Just so people like that is not big. (laughs) No, no. Uh, But I
1: really believe that it was. And I'm sure, you know, being an actress and being in the Los Angeles community had a lot of influence in that. But I genuinely didn't think it was possible when I set out on this journey. And, you know, I, I, I got my master's degree at this really unique program. It's, uh, it's the University of Santa Monica, and all they do there is a degree in spiritual psychology. Uh, and so the second year of that program, they, you, you work on a project, and, and the only requirement is that it be something that's heartfelt for you and that it be something that you, that you thought was never possible. You know, so a lot of people would write books or learn a new language or learned an instrument. Uh, and for me, when I first started, I was like, I'm an actress and I'm going to write a film. and I'm going to be in a film. And after about a month of that, I was like, you know what? The one thing that has affected my life, my entire life, that I don't think is possible is for me to accept and appreciate and love this body. So if I'm going to heal that, if I'm going to find that, it's going to be in this class when I have the support for it.
0: Sure. And And that's a huge, that's a huge discovery, a huge sort of inner discovery.
1: Absolutely. Well, and that's what I was saying in the the beginning of like how things kind of escalate until you're ready to kind of face it. And in that moment, it was just, just, I was ready. I was ready to go, okay, this doesn't work for me anymore. I don't want to be 32 and hating on my body and writing writing in my journal about the same thing that I did when I was 14, Mm
0: -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's time to evolve, right?
1: Right. Uh, so I really set out that year, and I started to explore my relationship with food, my relationship with exercise, my relationship with my thinking, my relationship with joy. Uh, and and by the time I got to the end of that program, I I I was uh, what I saw when I looked in the mirror was completely different. I had actually gained all that weight back that I had lost. I was settling around 128, 130. But when I looked in the mirror, I didn't see that horrible, flawed being. I saw a body that I loved and appreciated and respected and cherished.
0: Mm. And, that, and that's a huge thing, but it took time for you to do that. Exactly. And I think it's important that people know that you just don't think about it, and the next day, oh, I, I have this newfound respect for my body, but it takes time for that sort of healing to take place. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. There is no magic pill. You know, the, the, the thing that I have really found is, is if, you, if you view it like a relationship, any kind of a relationship takes commitment mm-hmm. and it takes time and it takes work and it takes communication and trust and respect. It's the same thing with your body. But we've not, we've not been raised in the culture that views it like that. Mm. And that's what I really learned was I'm in relationship with this body, with my body. How can I, how can we communicate better? How can we develop trust? How can we have respect? And really coming at it from as like a team instead of an, a, a me against her. Mm-hmm.
2: I and, like and it, that. I mean, it,
1: yeah. And, the, and, you know, for me, the learning still continue. You know, it's still evolving. Sure. Uh, but, but what I can say is before doing this work, 100% of the time, I was hating on my body. I, I, that really ran my life. You know, it, the number on the scale dictated my mood. You know, mm. the size of my pants dictated my life. And it's not like that anymore. You know, I, I, I'd say 90% of the time I'm driving the car. Like, I'm in control. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good. And I'd say 10% of the time, perfect body. That's, that's what I call kind of that ideal woman, that made-up image that's completely unattainable for all of us. Mm-hmm. i think 10% of the time she's kind of running my life now.
0: And I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I think that's that's actually normal. Yeah. You know, I can't, I think that's very normal, but I think it's how you choose, like you said, how you choose to have your relationship is what is going to make the biggest difference.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so then, you know, after I got to this really great, amazing place, what ended up happening was people in my life started to notice. Like women would come up to me, some of my classmates. What did you do? I want to know what you did. I want what you have. And then I was like, Wow, there's really a need. You know, there's really a need. People are really struggling. Like I don't think I've ever met a woman who hasn't had some sort of body punishment issue. Yeah. Uh, and and really, I felt like I feel like this kind of picked me. Body heart picked me, and and, and I just said yes.
0: And and I think, you know, we're we're going to take on that note, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about body heart in particular. So everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back with Amber.
3: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
4: That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people.
3: Hi, this is psychic medium, Betsy Cohen, host of the show, The Power of Intuition. Join me at TalkingAlternative.com,
1: Mondays at 11 a.m. Call in for a free psychic reading. Learn how to tune into your intuition to feel better and to create your optimum life. I'm here to guide you and to assist you in creating the life that you deserve. Listen
3: every Monday at 11 a.m. on TalkingAlternative.com.
5: Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics, poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at rljmedia.com. Talking Alternative Radio 24 hours a day.
0: Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litze, and I am joined today by Amber Chris, founder of Body Heart. And if anyone has any questions for either myself or for Amber, you can call in toll free at 877 480 4120. So, Amber, before we get into the bulk of Body Heart, there was something that you said last uh, in the last segment about how once you sort of became more comfortable and sort of loving the body you were in, that women were coming up to you asking you, what what have you done? You know, how did you do this? So I guess my question is, and, and I think it also goes back to the other things, like you couldn't, how you felt like you needed to be skinnier and skinnier to feel beautiful. Yep. Where do you think that image of beauty has come from and when do you feel like that has really evolved into what it has become today? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it it makes a lot of sense. I was actually just thinking about that before the call. Um, You know, I I, uh, was thinking about how the the image of beauty has really, uh, you know, what every kind of society or generation Views is beautiful, and I was thinking about like women in the fifties and yeah. the the kind of role that women played, and you know, being very put together, and uh, you know, and and
0: uh, yeah, absolutely. And, it, and I've been it, watching a lot of Mad Men lately. And that's exactly what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. Mad uh, and then kind of how how where where it went and how it converted into something else and. You know, I don't know uh, along the way how the, the, who determines and how it's determined what is beautiful, but what I can say is that every culture across the board has an esteemed um, image of beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you know, uh, Jessica, Simps- Jessica Simpson, you know, say what you want about her, but she actually did a show. I saw her this. show. Right, on Lifetime About Beauty, and she I, traveled across the world looking yeah. at what was beautiful in all these different cultures. And the one element that, that, that I think was a really common element in all of them was there, there was a form of punishment. There was a form of torture to try to reach this ideal. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, for me, I'm, I'm going to get kind of spiritual here, but I think that so far part of the human experience is is this kind of this idea of not enoughness? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think any sort of issue that we deal with in our lives, be it a, a struggle in our relationship, or a struggle with our career, or a struggle with our bodies, it boils down to this idea that we aren't enough. Uh, and I think that that's what this beauty ideal mm. really—that's um, the root of it. Sure. Uh, and so, and I, I also really feel like we're embarking you know this this new millennium this new um it's i'm i'm seeing and i'm feeling a shift where more people are ready to embrace what's real and to embrace who we are in our authentic selves and to really kind of explore that and stand forward in it Uh, and i think by doing that i'm very curious to see what what the beauty ideal will become Right, yeah,
0: and and you know We were talking here at the break And how we were saying, you know That I, quote-unquote, ideal of beauty Went from someone like Marilyn Monroe Who by today's standards would be considered Very full-figured Right um, To, you know, you had your Cindy Crawford's And your Naomi Campbell, who have real bodies To all of a sudden in the 90s Became that sort of heroin-chic Ally McBeal, as skinny as you yeah. can get Which... Uh, you know it seems unattainable to me
1: uh, co- completely you know i think i think some women are naturally born that way yeah. but the majority of them are not
0: yeah yeah i agree uh, and you
1: know i i, I i've watched uh, fashion shows and you know i'm sure some of it stems from that like those yeah. The, the 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 more a, a model is the thinner a model is the better not that the better the clothes will look but it's easier for a designer sure. to have their look lay on like lay a, on a mannequin versus exactly yeah so people we're not hangers
0: yeah no we're not hangers and what I always find interesting is when you when these magazines like Maxim or GQ have the sexiest woman it's never a stick thin model it's someone like Scarlett Johansson. Yes, Sophia Vergara, who's amazing, Selma yes. Hayek. You know, these are not yes. stick thin women. These are women with beautiful, you know, figures and, and very confident women, like you said. It's something there is some there is something more authentic and confident about those women.
1: Well, and you know, that I think you bring up a really beautiful point, which is you know, most men aren't really interested in that stick, thin, skinny heroine sheep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know that's that's not real. What the the I um I don't know if you're familiar with Alison Armstrong and mm-hmm. the PACS program. She leads these really amazing workshops that are that are about teaching women about men and teaching men about women. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we we function very differently in the world. You know, sure. uh, So our communication can need a little bit of help. And you know, one thing that I really learned from her is that women think that men. Like me, I'm single. And so most women think I'm single. If I want to have a boyfriend or get a guy, I need to be as thin and healthy as I possibly can because I, you know, but it's not about that. They, they don't care how tall or how big your boobs are or what they care about. What is most attractive to men is confidence.
0: Yeah. And, and, and your personality. Absolutely. You know, I mean, looks fade, looks change, Things happen. But you know I think it's your personality and your confidence and you know when you're,
1: when you're when you're confident you're free to let your real personality out that's true you know otherwise you kind of stay hidden and you it's like we then become we pretzel to try to be uh, something that we think they will like and then ultimately we're not being ourselves and then that relationship never ever works anyway
0: That's per- that's a great way to, you've just described the last couple of people I've dated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I used to do but now, like, I've met someone who's he's awesome, you know, but I think it's because I'm more confident in myself and am, am allowing myself to kind of be fully in, but that's a whole other show um, right. We'll have you on again and we'll talk about I that. I would love to <laughs> I'd love to. Um, so I just, you know, we have about a couple of minutes left in this segment. So the next segment, we'll we'll get all into all into body heart. But I wanted to share with you some statistics that you know these are probably things that, that you that you're seeing. And I think it's because of these statistics, a program like Body Heart is so important. But it said that more than ninety percent of girls aged fifteen to seventeen want to change at least one aspect of their physical appearance with body weight ranking the highest. Uh, 80% of children who are 10 years old are afraid of being fat, which is insane. Um, Obese boys and girls have significantly lower self-esteem. Nearly a quarter would consider going under plastic surgery. These are teenagers. Yeah. Uh, Seven in 10 girls believe they are not good enough or do not measure up in some way Including their looks And 80% of 10-year-old girls Have dieted 10-year-old yeah, girls I know,
1: it's, it's
0: unbelievable And 90% of high school Junior and senior women Diet regularly And most young girls are afraid of becoming fat More, th- more than Nuclear war, cancer Or losing their parents Yep I mean, what is that about? Yeah. And I think a lot of what those statistics say are the things that you just hit upon. You know, the things like you said, if you don't have, if you're not confident, then yes, you're going to find flaws and maybe things that aren't even that flawed.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we're we're bombarded with messages, be it on, uh, you know, the TV or on billboards or in magazines of what we're supposed to look like, but the thing is, and this is something that I actually offer in in some of my my programs, is we receive two messages when we look at a magazine cover. The first is, this is what our society says is beautiful. This is what our society says is beautiful, so if I want to be seen as beautiful, then I need to look like that. Mm -hmm. The other message, which is a bit more subtle, is I am not good enough. And the reason that I say that's the message is because that person, let's say Jennifer Aniston or, um, I don't know, S- Sophia Vergara even, let's say that they're on the cover of a magazine. Well, both of those women have been retouched. Yes. every single magazine cover and story is retouched. Yes. So they aren't enough, as they are, to appear on the cover. So how could I possibly be enough?
0: Interesting. Interesting. Right? It's like,
1: yeah. It's a subtle What energy message to receive
0: yeah that's a great take on that actually and you know we're going to take a quick break amber when we come back i'll body heart so everybody stay tuned
3: you're listening to the talking alternative network
4: Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Is your marriage in trouble? Are you considering divorce? Hello, I'm Lawrence Bloom, a family law attorney in New York and New Jersey. No one is happier than the day their divorce is final. My firm can help you. We take the nasty out of the divorce process and make people happy. Please call us at 212-964-3502 for a free consultation. That's Lawrence H. Bloom at 212-964-3502. We make people happy. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at standards I still do Gave up smoking years ago, though I'm known to sneak a few Finally got off of caffeine Except for a cup or two But I quit falling in love the day I fell in love with you
0: and welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I am your host, Karen Litzie, joined today by the founder of Body Heart, Amber Chris. Uh, so. Amber, now we're going all body heart for the next uh, couple of segments so that everyone can get a better idea uh, as to what body, the body heart program is, what you have to offer. Um, but I just wanted so that people ha- kind of can get a sense of Amber's impact on other people. Here are just some reviews. After experiencing her lecture, I'm consistently being kinder to myself, catching myself when I go into comparisons with other women and just feel better about being in my own skin. Another review of Amber is this is a powerful workshop for adding emotional and mental exercises, which enhance my physical exercise experience. The results are a holistic body, mind and spirit makeover. So, you know, Amber's your impact is obviously huge on the women who who have taken uh, programs through Body Heart. So why don't you kind of talk a little bit more about those programs and what Body Heart has to offer?
1: Sure. I, I would love to. Um, so, so Body Heart, there are a few different ways to, to, to work with this. I, I coach women one-on-one, uh, and that I do either in person or over the phone or over Skype even. Because what I was finding, it originally started off as a live workshop mm-hmm. uh, in Los Angeles. And, and what I was discovering was that, you know, the numbers were trickling in. And what I realized was it's such a sensitive topic for women. You know a lot of people aren't willing to be that vulnerable in a group and I happen to live in a city that really feeds on the belief that that I'm trying to break away from mm-hmm. you know so it's it's interesting to be in a in a location where um, it's kind of like the peak of, of or the height of, of what I'm going against or what I'm trying to invade you know but the great thing is when it when it happens here it'll happen everywhere that's true um, so it started off as a live workshop, but what was happening was I was getting people from you know all different parts of the country saying, "Well, I can't get to LA. How can I work with you? How can I work with you?" Um, so I started doing coaching, uh, and then I I ended up converting uh, the the original workshop into now an online course it's called Body Heart Bootcamp, uh, and it's really cool. I'm gonna give myself some props for a minute because. I just so appreciate modern technology and all that we can do with it. You know, women now from all over the world can join this community and take this program. And and what it is, it's an eight-week course, uh, and it's um we you you access it through a members-only website. You get your own login and password, and then throughout that eight weeks, it's like we're our own little community of support and love and encouragement and. Each week is divided into, you know, one of the big principles that really helped me shift my relationship with my body, help me find that acceptance and peace and love. Uh, and and the, the really even cooler thing about it is I realize eight weeks isn't a long time for, for a grand, big change, change in your life. So once you take that program, you're a member. You're a Body Heart Bootcamp member for life. So when it's offered again, you can retake it.
0: Oh, that's great. you can great. Take
1: it again. Yeah, because I really, I am committed to this message. You know, for me, it's, it's more, it's bigger than, than a woman finding peace in her body. It's really about changing the world. I, you know, I genuinely believe that when we stop this cycle of punishment, because all that cycle does, that buying into that negative body image, all that does is keep, it keeps us playing small.
2: Mm-hmm. We can't
1: lead with confidence. We can't follow our dreams. We can't, we're we not willing to be seen and stand forward in what we're really here and meant to do. So when that goes away, when all of that energy that you spend on, should I eat that? Should I not eat that? Oh, I ate too much today. I feel really guilty about that. Like when all that goes away, what amazingness, like what creation can come into your life that you can bring to the world, to the betterment of the world.
0: Right, that right. That
1: is really the grand mission.
0: I think that's uh, and
1: so, great. So I am really committed to that. I, I, there's a lot of need in this world, and when that this is something that, that women have been dealing with that we just don't. And, and I don't. I, you know, what? I should not just say that for women, because men deal with it too. So mm-hmm. I really want to acknowledge that and say that I get it. Uh, I just happen to be a woman. so I'm right. much more familiar with how women process it. So a lot of times I speak from that place. But I certainly have male clients that I've worked with who have definitely been bombarded with. The same sort of message and deal with the same sort of struggle. Um, yeah, so 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 boot camp's just really cool all the way around because you get it's really about lifetime tools. It gives you uh, kind of body love tools to have in your toolkit. So when you ha- when you wake up on that morning and you're not feeling so good about yourself, instead of trying and you know instead of reaching to punish yourself by eating a pint of ice cream mm. or re- completely restricting what you're gonna eat that day, you you can go to these twenty tools and say which one is gonna work for me today. Okay, that one will. Let me apply to this.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's that's great. And and I like the fact that you sort of allow people to be lifetime members. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's a, a really kind of special point and and deserves you know, to be spoken about again I think that's great And, you know, to, to have sort of that mission statement Of making a worldwide change is, is wonderful Because like we said There are different people You know, people view beauty differently In different parts of the world yep. And so to allow different cultures To feel that confidence And, and there, right now there are people, people Listening from all over the world so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's, that's really important. Now, the, uh, another question is, um, what is the I'm Willing pledge?
1: Oh, yes, I'm so glad you asked. And actually, you, you took it. I I'm did really it. I'm excited about that. I know, I saw. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to figure out ways for people to, to join the mission without, you know, I believe every little step counts. Every little thing we do to be kinder to our body, I think it counts. And the reason I say that is because when you, the the I commit pledge or the I'm willing pledge basically says, I'm willing to commit to being kinder to my body this year. Mm -hmm. And then you share one way you plan to do that. And what I have done is created a kind of a forum where people can go and to take the pledge and, and make it real, like make it meaningful to help them keep their commitment. You know, by declaring it in a, in a public place, you're actually more likely to hold yourself to it.
0: Right, and, and writing it really, down.
1: Exactly. Uh, and I'm, I'm really about that. Because what I, what I believe is that when you take a stand, and even if it's, I, I plan to drink more water. I plan to go to sleep, you know, and get eight hours of sleep at night. I plan to um, go for a walk. You know, what, it can be the simplest of things. Uh, but by doing that, that's actually showing kindness to your body and compassion to your body. And then what happens is your little bit combines with my little com- my little bit, combines with that person's little bit. And then suddenly that message of kindness, that energy of compassion, it grows and expands and then lifts,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: lifts our whole world up to a new place of being, to a new level of consciousness.
0: Yeah, and, and where can people go to find how to do the I'm Willing Pledge and find more about the Body Heart Boot Camp?
1: Uh, it's actually on our website, which is bodyheartbootcamp.com.
0: All one word, right? All one word,
1: okay. bodyheartbootcamp.com. Yeah, I try to make it as easy as possible.
4: Couldn't it be uh, easier? And there's,
1: all sorts of, there's all sorts of really great uh, free tools there as well. You know, as I said, I am committed. To this mission and message. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in giving. Like, I have a video about stop crash dieting, mm-hmm. kind of the, the five tips that I have found to keeping me at a stable weight. Yep. And they're healthy.
0: You yep, know, they're, they're good tips. Food.
1: And then t- today I just launched a video about, you know, your core. You know, everybody thinks I want rock hard abs, which is great. You know, that's what our society deems is beautiful. But more importantly, your core is so imperative to your health, you know, not only does it protect your spine, but it encases all of your internal, you know, imperative organs.
0: Yeah, it's a big deal. So,
1: yeah. So <laughs> I, I offer, uh, you know, the the tools that are the tips that I have found to keep me strong and healthy. And ultimately, it, you know, it, it's preventative, quite honestly, yeah, it will prevent you from a back injury to have a strong abdominal. So I'm, I'm much more about that element i mean the side benefit is hey if you get a six-pack really cool right that's not the mission the mission is keeping you healthy
0: great and we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll talk more about body heart so everybody stay tuned i'll be right back with amber
5: talking alternative radio 24 hours a day
4: Hi, I'm Carol Ward from the Body, Mind, Wellness Program. Listen to my show for ideas and information to help you live a healthier life in body, mind, and spirit. You'll hear from terrific guests who are experts in the areas of health, wellness, and creativity. So join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on TalkingAlternative.com. Professionals serving community.
5: This is Tony Martinetti, the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Technology, fundraising, compliance, social media. Small and medium nonprofits have needs in all these areas. My guests are expert in all these areas and more. Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern, on Talking Alternative Broadcasting.
3: Are you concerned about the future of your business or career? Would you like it all to just be better? Well, the way to do that is through better communication. And the best way to do that is training from the team at Improving Communications. This is Larry Sharp, host of the Ivory Tower Radio Program and director at Improving Communications. Does your office need better leadership, customer service, sales, or maybe better writing or speaking skills? Could they be better at dealing with confrontation, conflicts, and touchy subjects? All are covered here at Improving Communications. If you're in the New York City area, stop by one of our public classes or get your human resources in touch with us. The website is improvingcommunications.com. That's improvingcommunications.com. Improve your professional environment. Be more effective. Be happier and make more money. Improving Communications. That's the answer. talkingalternative.com
0: Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy, joined today by founder of Body Heart, Amber Chris. And again, if you missed it in the last segment, if you want to learn more about uh, some of the offerings of Body Heart, you can go to bodyheartbootcamp.com. That's all one word. Um, so, Amber, I have, um, I, you know, as I was going through the, the Body Heart website, um, another part Of Body Heart that I think is really fun Is when you sort of have The Body Heart campaign or the photo shoots Yeah. And there was a woman In the LA photo shoot Who had Parkinson's And Mm -hmm. I just Really Thought it was So I'm a a physical therapist So I come from a physical therapy background So I work with people with uh, Chronic illnesses, chronic pain And things like that and seeing this woman who has Parkinson's, who is a beautiful woman, um, sort of struck a chord in me because it got me thinking that people with chronic diseases, like long-term diseases, let's, whether it be Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, uh, scleroderma, um, uh, fibromyalgia, things like that, or people with chronic pain, you know, yeah. chronic pain being pain longer than three months some sort of arbitrary number, I know, but in the medical community, a lot of people say it's pain longer than three months. I like to say chronic pain is pain that's lasting around a lot longer than it should be. You know, <laughs> I like it's, your definition. It's just it. Everything is healed, so your pain should be gone, and it's not. And there's a, a researcher and physical therapist out of Australia, David Butler, who was on my show last year. And in his they. They are now switching to, instead of a biomedical approach, a biopsychosocial approach. So you're looking at the biology of the person, looking at the psychology of the person, and looking at their social life. And one thing that, that he talks about are people with chronic pain tend to get these things called thought viruses. And one of the thought viruses is, I have this chronic pain, therefore I'm damaged goods. So how can you begin to have confidence and begin to love your body? If when you're a person with chronic pain, let's say you've had pain for years. I was one of those people. I had pain for probably five years, every day, chronic pain from my neck. And I can relate to that thought process of, well, I'm damaged goods. Like I always thought, who's going to want to date me? I'm damaged goods. You know, I'm always in pain. I have to go to the hospital. I'm always going to the doctor. Who wants to take on that kind of responsibility? So, talk about a about a bad thought virus. And, you know, I, I can tell you that when you have chronic pain, it's a huge part of this country. Chronic low back pain costs more money than the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan combined wow in one year so it got me thinking that what you're doing wouldn't that be a nice addition to someone's rehabilitative program so people absolutely. who have these chronic problems of chronic uh w- w- whatever that may be you know i just feel like and i don't know i just i guess i wanted to get kind of get your take on it
1: absolutely you know i i my take on it is you know what? The word that kept coming forward when you were sharing just now is betrayal. It's almost like my body's betraying me. Mm-hmm. So how 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 can I love this thing that is? It's not working. It's right. causing me this pain.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Because you always think, "Well, I'm like your damaged goods." Right. Well, and I have a, I have another thought about that
1: too, about the damaged goods mentality too. Even people who uh, aren't suffering from a chronic illness. Still, you know, have that belief. Sure, you know, I did for a really long time because I had cellulite.
0: Oh my God! So you
1: know, I, I, am serious. Yeah, I, I genuinely yeah. like. I looked in the mirror and I thought I was defective. Yeah, something was really wrong with me, and I, no one would love me. Uh, and and that, to, to me, it's it's that's even more important. It's the the element of having a relationship with your body is even more important in those moments.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and um. You know, I, I have, have been, very, I've been very lucky. I've been healthy all of my life. But I will say in the past couple of years, I've been dealing with migraines. Mm. And, and it, they have, I went through a phase where I was getting them like four times a week.
0: Oh, that's, that's terrible.
1: Yeah, and I was like, what is going on? So I really understood that feeling of I'm not supposed to be in pain, and I'm in pain. What's wrong with you, body? What's wrong with you, body? Yeah. What's wrong with me? and when we start focusing on what's wrong with me we actually end up creating more of what's wrong
0: that's right and that's and you know part of that thought process can actually perpetuate your chronic situation so that can so for people who have chronic pain having those thought viruses or those those sort of poor body image thoughts can actually continue your pain
1: Exactly.
0: So, you know, I just. we tend
1: to Our, our brains, our minds are like computers, constantly seeking yeah. the answer to the question that we ask. So if we're asking, why does this always happen to me or why am I always in pain? Mm-hmm. It's going to look for the reason to keep us in, keep us functioning at that level.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then
1: what ends up happening is it's like we build ourselves, we box ourselves into this little prison where we're comfortable, even though we don't necessarily want to be there. Right.
0: You don't like it.
1: Hard. Exactly, but that's what left what's familiar right. So we stay in it Because stretching out of it almost seems a little bit more painful Than staying where we are
0: Right And um, I but, think it, Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead No, no, no. go ahead Oh, I was going to say I think another thing that's kind of difficult For people who might have these sort of chronic problems Like you said, you get migraines Well, you don't look sick mm. You don't look like you're in pain you don't, yeah. you know, it's not like you have an outward, you know, someone showing an outward presentation of this. So I guess what tools would you give someone who, you know, is kind of struggling with this, these kind of thoughts when everyone else is telling them, well, you look good. Right. But, you well, know, you, you know,
1: it's, it's all about how you want to be inside of yourself. Truly, uh, if you and, I, and I'm not I'm not saying that I don't have compassion. Uh, for, for someone who is in pain or mm-hmm. who is struggling, but it's like this, this is your life. Yeah. How do you want to live it? Do you want to live under the victim mentality or do you want to uh, take that ownership and go, okay, I, I don't want to experience this. What can I do? And, you know, this is something that I think is really important that our culture doesn't really focus on, and that's experiencing joy. Joy is out there for everyone to experience in some way, shape, form, or another. And by bringing your focus to that, letting yourself have permission to have fun to fill up with that, a lot of times, when, again, it's that focusing. When we start focusing on the joy, we end up opening ourselves to more and more and more joy, and then the healing can actually happen.
0: Right. So that would be, you know, a tool that you can have in your toolbox, maybe to do something that, you know, that makes you happy or fills you with joy.
1: Exactly. It could be going to the dog park and watching dogs play. Yeah, it could be, you know, it doesn't have to be like I'm going dancing. You know? right. It could, it can be it can be anything. And you can actually create a joy scale. You know, and check in every day. If I had a joy scale and one was I didn't experience any and five was like ecstasy, Where, what did I experience today on that scale? Mm-hmm. And that can help you keep, keep on your commitment of experiencing joy. And, you know, and I'm also, I'm also a big believer in, you know, our bodies are very wise. And I'm, I actually, it's going to sound kind of kooky, but I talk to my body. You know, I actually write down in a journal, I dialogue, uh, you know, with like with that pain, with the migraine pain. And I just write down, you know, at first it feels kind of weird. It feels like, am I kind of crazy? But the longer you kind of do it and let those judgments go away, sometimes really beautiful information comes forward. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I I went to my general practitioner. I, I, I went to an acupuncturist. I went to all these places you know, to determine, to try to heal what was going on. And that's the other thing. You know, you can go out there and you can seek the resources, but no one is living inside of your body. Mm-hmm. And no one can really know what is best for you but you. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my general practitioner said, I can give you a prescription to treat it, but there's nothing that's going to cure it. There is no cure for a migraine. And I laugh. I don't believe that. Yeah. No? So it was up to me to then continue to research. And by dialoguing with my body, I, by doing some of those, what I found out was I was holding a lot of stress in my upper, you know, my traps and my sure. upper neck. And sure. that's where it was really coming from. Yeah. So it was about some biofeedback of yeah. what when is it relaxed? When isn't it relaxed? Like that that would have been my
0: diagnosis this? also. Uh,
1: and so, so really tuning into the wisdom that is yours and then... Kind of coming into a place of acceptance of what is right now, Mm -hmm. it has to be that way forever. There's a big difference in acceptance and resignation, right? Like moving into acceptance and going, okay, this is my life right now and I'm... I don't want it to continue this way. What is there anything that I can do? And then going, body, okay, I'm willing to learn from you. And, you know, maybe there's a huge valuable lesson. Uh, Maybe you bought into a belief as a child and that pain has been held in your back for so long and it's just been waiting to come out and you finally have that moment where it's released and then the pain goes away. Mm -hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and actually we have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back uh, to kind of wrap things up in a few minutes. So everybody stay tuned.
3: You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network.
5: Are you feeling overwhelmed in the current chaos of our changing times? A deeper understanding of authentic astrology can uncover solutions in every area of life. After all, metaphysics is just quantum physics poetically expressed. I am Montgomery Taylor, and I offer lectures, seminars, and private consultations. For more information, contact me at Monty, M-O-N-T-Y.
4: that's 212-721-8183 the conscious consultant helping conscious people be better business people hey all you crazy listeners Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at at infotalkingalternative.com. Talking
2: Alternative.
0: Welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen see. I'm joined today by Amber Chris, founder of Body Heart. So, Amber, we have just a few minutes. I told you this goes by so fast. It really does. I know it's shocking. Um, so, uh, what do you what do you want the listeners to kind of take away from the discussion today? You know, what would you, what is your top point?
1: You know, I would say it's really about your how you want to live. How you want to be in your body no one else can determine that but you you know our we're just now tapping into the power of the mind i think and the power of our thoughts and we get to really create that how how we want to show up in the world so the concept start taking on the concept of having a relationship with your body like i i refer to my body as a she you know you can even give her a name if you want <laughs> but like the idea of her having her own wants and needs you know she's communicating with us all the time you know if if she's hungry she's telling you if she's bloated and gassy she's telling you something if you got a headache she's telling you something if she's joyful she's telling you something right so it's about tuning into that Mm
0: -hmm. listening listening to the needs of your body
1: exactly and honoring them because that's really where the freedom lies and that's the hard part yeah, the, the following through. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and one thing I really wanted to say um, uh, really quickly, you know, Viktor Frankl wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning, and it's his tale of his survival uh, in a concentration camp. And, you know, the one thing that he says is the one thing that no one can take away from you is your attitude, mm. how you perceive things. So we always have a choice how we and how we view our lives we can be a victim or we can take ownership and move forward you know Mm -hmm. that's why certain people thrive like uh, a friend of mine you know she was in a horrible uh, bike accident and and lost her leg but she's thriving she's a motivational speaker she she didn't she didn't let that take away her attitude or her her mission her message actually changed her mission sure she rose up to it you know and and that's that's where I don't know. That's just where we all we all can take dominion of that. How we want to be, how we want to see the world, how we want to show up in the
0: world. Yeah, absolutely. And if so, if our listeners out there, if they want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do that?
1: Uh, the best way to do that is through our website at bodyheart dot com. Uh, they can email us at info at bodyheart dot com dot com info at bodyheart.com with any questions. Um, You actually do get real live people on the other end.
0: Yep, it's true. Um, I did that. That's how I got in touch with you Was I emailed right through the website.
1: It's funny, people, uh, you know, the the people who are interested in boot camps, they'll sign up for our list. And one of the things that I ask is because I really want to know, you know, what's something that you're struggling with right now? How can I be of assistance? And some people take a, you know write write to me, which I want them to do, and they're so surprised when they get a response back
0: <laughs> from a person. I can't t-
1: yes, I can yeah. tell you how many times they're like, "Wow, I forget that there's actually someone on the other end." I'm so thankful that you you know listened. Yeah, and responded. Yeah,
0: yeah, and on and and I'm thankful that you came on the show today. And oh so God. are all the people around the world listening to us right now. Um, well, I'm
1: so thankful that you thought to include me and involve me. You know, this is my passion. And I am so grateful to have you to have another outlet to, to reach more and more and more.
0: Absolutely. So, Amber, thank you so much. Again, that's BodyHeart.com, BodyHeartBootCamp.com uh, to get in touch with Amber and learn a little bit of. Bit more about the show and uh, tune in next week. I'm going to have physical therapist Susie Stoke on, and we're going to be talking about fall prevention, especially with the elderly. So be sure to tune in for that. And in the meantime, everyone stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thanks. Bye. You're
3: listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
1: to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright but still haven't found the one? Want to make your current relationship as fulfilling as possible? Then please tune in on Mondays at 10 a.m. for Love in the Morning with Marnie Gallison. As a professional matchmaker, I've seen it all. Tune in as we discuss dating, relationships, and more. Start your week off right with Love in the Morning with Marnie Gallison on TalkingAlternative.com.
0: Hi, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Julia. What What are are you wearing? wearing? Welcome Welcome to to J&J's Secrets of of Style and and Beauty. We know there's beauty and style in all you do, whether it's a job interview,
5: first date, or wedding. We also know that not everyone understands what works best for him or her. We're here to help. Think of us as your personal beauty, style, and grooming gurus. As industry experts, we'll give you the best information for men and women on how to look phenomenal. Tune in Tuesdays at 8 p.m. to learn how to look your best.
3: Are you fed up with talking points rhetoric? Everywhere you turn, it's left or right spin. Ideology, no reality. In fact, it's ideology over intellect. No more. It's time for the truth. Join me, Larry Sharp, a.k.a. The Neosage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11 Eastern, for the Ivory Tower radio program. In the Ivory Tower, we'll discuss what's important to you, society, politics, business, and family. It's provocative talk for the realist and the skeptic who want to know what's really going on, what does it mean, and what can be done about it. So gain special access to the Ivory Tower and listen to me, Larry Sharp, your Neo Sage, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11, New York Time. Go to ivorytowerradio.com for details. That's ivorytowerradio.com. The Ivory Tower is a great place to visit for both entertainment and education. Listen in, Tuesday nights, 9 to 11. It will make you smarter.
4: Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you.
5: TalkingAlternative.com